Why the fuck are we not celebrating to the absolute genuine nines, tens, millions with those people who finally get it? Because them getting a yes means that it's possible for you too. If you're lost, feeling low, if it feels like you've got nowhere to go, take a breath, look and see that there's still so much that you can be if you need. I'm around, we will pick your feet up off the ground, and we'll turn it around. Welcome to the Captivating Creatives Podcast. This is a podcast for an actor, singer, dancer, creative artist of any kind. We'll be taking one deep, deep stage dive into personal development for creatives with interviews, intention setting, getting yourself motivated, and so much more. Ready? Hello, hello, guys. Welcome to today's episode. How are you doing? I know a huge winter storm just hit us all in the face this past weekend, and I want to remind you guys that winter is passing, (laughs) and you will see the sun again. I don't know about you, but I saw something on Instagram the other day, and it was like just a few more weeks. You will see the sun again. You will not have to wear a parka constantly. You will not be freezing constantly. I don't know about you guys, but I am always cold. Always, always, always. I'm literally recording this episode with an electric blanket under me right now because I'm just always freaking freezing. So you will be warm again. You will see the sun again. You will be laying out on the beaches again, whatever that looks like to you. But just remember, if you're feeling those seasonal depression or if you're feeling that weight of not getting enough vitamin D from the sun and being able to run outside or whatever that looks like to you, just remember it's passing. You are making it through. You are kicking butt. This audition season, going outside. I saw on um, I saw on Instagram the other day a group of two girls who are um, auditioners in New York, and they were outside. It was four fifteen when they got there. They were numbers four and five. Which, like, shout out to you guys, great job. And it started raining. They had hand warmers. They made friends and all this stuff. And I'm like that's what this is about. That kind of attitude of, okay, it rains and we're just going to get some hand warmers or it rains, we're going to find a coffee shop. One person goes and grabs coffee for everyone. Like it's all about just reframing that woe is me. It's 415. It's raining. I shouldn't be here. I don't want to be here. I want to be in my bed, yada, yada, yada. You guys are going to do whatever it takes to chase your dream. And if standing outside at 415 in the morning is going to get you closer to there you never know when that yes is going to come but the more times you put yourself in the opportunity to get a yes the closer you are getting to your dream period now before we get into today's episode I want to talk to you guys about a master class I have coming up because we are midway through audition season and something really special happens in that mid-February. All the auditions are kicking up to the absolute highest. There's multiple a week. You might feel exhausted. You might feel like it's more of a chore than it is your passion. This season might be starting to get at you, and it's time for a mental reboot. And that is why I decided to create this masterclass called You're On Deck. It is a four-step strategy broken into D-E-C-K, deck. 
D, decide. E, envision. C, create. And K, kick the doors. It is a four-step, quick, two minutes or less strategy that you can do when the monitor looks at you and says, hey, you're on deck. You can break down the strategy real quick, get yourself into a confident state, and then walk into the audition room. There's this thing that a lot of performers like to do, and I call it the wing it method. And that is where you wake up that morning, and just however you're feeling that day dictates how your audition is going to go. You like to stand those two minutes before you go into the audition room. You like to stand and just say, okay, you got this. You're good. You're good. You're going to be great. You're going to be great. And nothing really sinks in. And that results in your audition going either hem-ha or not so great. But when you're present, when you're confident, when you're feeling like a total badass, that is when you have amazing auditions. This deck method is literally created so that you can go through this method and just get real deep, real fast, get into state. It uses four different areas of neuro-linguistic programming, and it's in a very specific order so that you can flow through it easily and at the very end of it, feel like you're on fucking fire and you're able to go into the room and absolutely kick some butt. This masterclass is coming up exactly one week from today on February 18th at 7 p.m. Central Time. And because it's me and I want you guys to finish this season off so freaking strong, it's not just a masterclass. It is also a worksheet. You also get a recording of the masterclass so you can refer to it back as often as possible for as many audition seasons as possible. And you also get two guided recordings from myself so that you can use them in the audition room when you need a quick jolt. This is something I have been planning for so long. It's something that you guys have been asking for, and I'm really freaking excited for it to come to fruition. Now, here's the cool part. I know being a struggling artist, money's tight. I totally know it. I've lived it. Believe me. So what I wanted to do in order to make this a really awesome and affordable experience for you guys is this masterclass is literally less than a happy hour out with friends, period. And you get not only the hour live with me online, but you also get all those guided recordings and the recording of the masterclass for you guys to refer to as often as possible to further sync this into your body. Signups are currently live, so I will put a link in the show notes for you guys to refer to and go ahead and sign up for your spot because spots are limited and I want to make sure you get your seat saved. I will see you guys at the You're on Deck Masterclass on February 18th at 7 p.m. Central Time. And now let's dive into today's episode, which actually begins with a story. I was on the train the other day heading home, and just to paint you a picture, this was the train at 5.15 coming out of downtown Chicago, aka sardines, absolute sardined packed train, like where you had to wait almost two trains in order to even like wiggle your way onto one. But I was standing on the train and breathing on people and having people breathe on me. You guys know the story. And my headphones just happened to die at one point. And a woman in front of me, uh, about my age, I'd say, was on the phone with her friend. And she was going 
off on this very long story and I was like my my ears piped up and so I caught interest so yes I eavesdropped Sumi but she was telling a story about how her friend and her guy friend are really really close and the guy friend gave up on auditioning he was just working his day job didn't really show any interest yada 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 and so her other friend was like I'm going to help this guy out I'm going to send his stuff over I'm going to um, post his name in auditions and yada yada all he had to do was show up basically and he got the role and this girl on the phone was furious and I'm not gonna lie there is a time in my life where that would have infuriated me from the ground up that a guy all he needed to do was show up to an audition and he got the role whereas I'm a girl and I go to a hundred auditions and I don't get a single yes here's the deal though that kind of attitude gets you literally nowhere so the way I want to reframe this because especially at this point in audition season you're going to see some people starting to get their yeses and maybe they quote unquote don't deserve it which first and foremost stop that right now because that is not your choice to decide if they deserve that or not they got it you bitching about it and you being in a crap mood about it and you getting yourself in a quick hustle about it is not going to change the fact that they got the role So there's so much negativity in this industry and there's so much comparison and there's so much why wasn't it me. One of my missions as a voice in this industry is to silence that because that kind of attitude is going to halt your progress, is going to take you several steps back You are not going to feel excited about going to the next audition if you're in a state of, why wasn't it me? I want to just, let's just ask a question real quick. Everyone has a story. Everyone has one of these stories where they saw someone get a role who, quote unquote, in their mind, did not deserve it. When you, who is the protagonist of the story, because we are all the protagonist in our own life, when you, the protagonist, quote unquote, did deserve it, And you're going to get yourself in this huge, big tussle and make yourself go down this big, long rabbit hole and maybe go have a few drinks about it. And you're going to dig yourself a pity hole and decide to suffer and to wallow. When in actuality, another way you could look at it is congratulations to them. Them getting a yes means that it's possible for everyone. That means it's possible for me. I get inspired by these stories. You can choose instead of getting angry or instead of getting infuriated by other people's success, you can choose to get inspired by it. I don't care if it's a guy who had to do nothing to go to an audition or if it's someone who has been working their ass off for 10 years and finally got a yes or anything in between. Yeses are so rare in this industry Why the fuck are we not celebrating to the absolute genuine nines, tens, millions with those people who finally get it? Because them getting a yes means that it's possible for you too. So stop telling yourself this little pity party story that because they got a yes, that means that it does not get to happen for you. Or what was me? I've been working so hard. Why doesn't anyone notice me? Here's the deal. 
Again, the more times you put yourself in a situation where a yes is possible, the higher the chances of you getting a yes are, period. That's just common knowledge. It's common facts. It's common statistics. Yes, there are those unicorn stories where someone quit their corporate job of 10 years. They went on one audition and suddenly they're, I don't know, Galinda on Broadway. There are those super unicorn stories. And you know what? Amazing for them. For every one of those stories, there are hundreds, maybe honestly thousands of stories of people who go on audition after audition after audition after audition times a hundred, and then they finally get a yes. I know that it's so easy to see those kinds of stories, the like unicorn stories in the media, especially. They love to highlight these amazing stories. So then it almost seems like that is the only option out there. Like, why isn't it me? If everyone else is getting these sudden yeses out of nowhere, why isn't that me? When you are asking yourself the questions of, why isn't it me? Why don't they notice me? When you are asking those kinds of questions, the why isn't it me questions, why isn't it my time, you are going to get shit answers. It's just how it happens. The quality of your life personally is the quality of the questions you ask yourself. I'm going to say that again. The quality of your life is the quality of the questions you ask yourself. If you ask yourself, why isn't it me? Your brain is going to come up with 15 answers off the bat of, oh, it's not you because of X, Y, and Z. And it's going to distort the reality. It's going to say things like, well, you didn't hit this high note with perfect pitch. You didn't drop in fully until the second line of your monologue. You didn't smile during that one pirouette during the dance call. You didn't da-da-da-da-da-da-da. You had one pinch of fat on your stomach or whatever it is. Our brain will come up with a myriad of reasons, all of which are bullshit. So ask yourself better questions. Instead of, why isn't it me? You could ask yourself, what's something I learned from this? Or, did I chase my dream today? How can I chase my dream tomorrow? When we get in a pity party over someone else getting an audition, let me just ask you guys this. If you are in that state of woe is me, of auditions are hopeless because they're getting roles and I'm not, how likely are you to walk to your next audition and be excited? When you are in that state of woe is me, it is a 0% chance you are going to be excited, passionate, and driven at that next audition. If this episode is resonating with you, you might be a great fit for my one-on-one coaching program. I help people like you get rid of your limiting beliefs, get out of your comfort zone, and start achieving your dreams. If you'd like more information about my program, you can email me at hello at lifecoachbaker.com to book your free discovery call. Link to my email is in the description. Now, back to the episode. But if you switch your focus and instead say, they got a yes, I can too, that brings hope. That brings manifestation. And if you're not a big manifesting person, just think about it in the facts. If you are in a state of, okay, it's possible for them, it's possible for me, how much more likely are you going to go to that next audition with excitement, purpose, passion, confidence? A hell of a lot more. So start 
refocusing, if you start feeling those feelings of it's hopeless, I'm not getting it, they're getting it over me, why isn't it me? If you're starting to get those kinds of focuses, if you're starting to feel your brain focus only on that, I challenge you, now that you're aware of it, I challenge you to immediately change it. Ask yourself a different question. For instance, like I said earlier, what did I learn from this? How can I do better next time? What's a way I can chase my dream tomorrow? That's a great question because then that gives you tactical answers. You, if you ask yourself, how can I chase my dream tomorrow? Your brain's going to come up with a myriad of things. It's going to say, oh, well, you can clean out your book. You can practice piano. You can listen to a song and dance it out. You can go to that audition that you were kind of iffy on. Whatever it is, you can come up with a million different reasons. So to conclude this story, I did not say anything to this girl as much as I wanted to, but I learned a lot from her conversation that I eavesdropped on extremely hard because I learned that I used to be that. And I know some of you guys are still have elements of that, if not a lot of elements of that. I used to be that where I would constantly look at other people's successes and be angry about it. What kind of a person in this industry, an industry that is so saturated with anger and resentment and rejection and comparison and the words go on and on and on, there is so much that we can control. Them getting cast over you is not something in your control. If you guys both do the same things, you both show up to the audition, you both do your best, if they get cast over you, That was not in your control. You controlled everything you possibly could in that situation. If your goal is to get cast, I want you to reframe that. Because your goal should never be to get cast because that is not physically in your control. Your goal should instead be to leave every single audition feeling excited and confident for the next one. Because then that creates a lasting purpose. That creates lasting drive. That creates a lasting passion that you can then take to the nines. You can take that with you for the rest of your life. A person who is fulfilled after every single audition will feel excited for the next one and the next one and the next one and the next one. But when you leave each audition and you see the cast list or you don't think that they cast you and you say, well, shit, that means I'm a terrible person. I'm a terrible actor. I'm a terrible performer. I'm never going to get cast. And that's just facts because they did not cast you. Therefore, it did not meet your goal because of someone else's standards. They might have wanted someone who looked entirely different from you. You can't control that. You The best thing that you can do is to go into each audition 100% as you. That's it. If you walk in with the confidence of, I am amazing, I am one of my clients, she's a freaking genius, she walks into each audition saying, I'm all that and a bag of chips. I think that's brilliant because not only does that bring a smile to your face, but when I say that out loud, hell yeah. Yeah. I feel like I'm all that and a bag of chips. 
One of my other personal favorites is walking into an audition saying, I'm a big fucking deal. Because here's the deal. You are. Right here and now. If I've never spoken to you, I don't care. You are a big fucking deal. Say it to yourself. Say it out loud. Say it in the mirror. Say it right before you go into the audition room. Say it right before you go on stage or on set for an actual performance. Because when you say that, your brain automatically goes, oh yeah, yeah you are. And here's the reasons why. Do you get that? Do you really let that sink in? So before your next audition or performance, go on saying, I'm all that and a bag of chips, or I am a big fucking deal. Now here's something else I want to touch on. While yes, you cannot control whether or not you get cast or not, I want you to focus on all the things encompassing that that you can control. Because here's the deal, you can control what you wear, you can control what you sing or perform or how you show up that day, you can control, believe it or not, how your mindset is going into that audition room, you can control what time you get there, you can control whether or not you go, there are so many things that are in your control, I don't want you to hear you cannot control whether or not you get cast and then say, well, fuck it, if I can't control that, then what's the deal? No. Because here's the deal, if you can control all those other things, how much more likely are you to get the role? It one goes with the other. If you do all of those things with true purpose and passion and alignment with who you are, if you wear something that makes you feel like you. I went to a school where they harped so much on what you were wearing that you had to look just like your quote-unquote type. And if you did not look like your quote-unquote type, you would not be cast. And I'm, I'm talking down to your shoes, down to your outfit choice, down to the way your hair was styled. And don't get me wrong, if you're going in for Maureen and Rent, I don't think you should wear a jewel tone dress, but I don't think you should go into an audition not dressed like you, ever. I think you should go into an audition feeling 150% like you. And if that also happens to align with the role, then great. Yeah, sure, add a leather jacket if you're wanting to feel a little bit edgier that day, but that's a you choice. That's a, hey, I'm wanting to feel a little bit edgier because it's going to help me drop into this role a little bit easier. I'm going to be able to show off a little bit more confidently, not, oh, I think that they want to see me in a leather jacket and in this role. Because you don't know. You have no idea. Maybe they do want a Maureen in pigtails and a jewel tone dress. I don't know. It's entirely not your choice. Your only choice is to show up how you want to feel that day. Do you hear the difference? It's the difference of, I want to show up in a way that shows me off best and shows my true personality. And if it happens to align with the role, then awesome. Versus, I think that they want to see this role as blank. Because then you're serving the concept of what you think they want versus showing what you can control and serving what is truly aligned with your purpose. Do you see that difference? If you're serving a concept of an idea that you think that they might want, do you feel how wishy-washy that feels versus serving what truly aligns with who you are? Now, I know a lot of people will probably disagree with this. And to those people, I say, great, great. 
keep going and doing what you want. But the people who I've heard talk in masterclasses, the casting directors that I have worked with, the people who I have seen work with other people at my college in the real world of uh, performing in whatever class it was or whatever medium it was on, those people have always told me, you need to show up as you because they want to cast you. If you're a person who they don't want to work with, but you just happen to look like the role, they will probably still not cast you because the first part of that answer, they don't want to work with that kind of person versus someone who shows up so authentically them, who feels so aligned with who they are, who works with like, it is just that big, big difference there, guys, whether you're serving them or the concept of what you think they want, or are you serving your true alignment? Because that's what you want. And that's where you want to thrive in. I'm getting winded from this conversation. (laughs) This obviously, you guys, you can tell that this is something I'm really passionate about because the best auditions that not only I have had, but my clients have had, my um, friends have had, or people who were my colleagues in college have had, those people all showed up to the audition feeling calm, confident, and aligned with who they are. Period. And that's where the fulfillment aligns with this industry. Because if you show up to an audition entirely not yourself, how do you think you're going to feel when you get cast for someone who's not really who you are? You're going to check off the box of, oh, I got cast, so I should feel good. But have you guys ever gotten cast in something and not been excited? Or gotten cast in something and felt uneasy or unfulfilled? quote-unquote success of getting cast is nothing if you don't have the fulfillment behind it. There's a quote that says, success without fulfillment is the ultimate failure. And it's a Tony Robbins quote, and I could not agree more. I think it's brilliant because whenever Tony talks about this, he brings up the story of Robin Williams. And if you guys know the full story, that guy is someone who made everyone laugh. He was the definition of success, and yet he was not fulfilled from the inside, and he killed himself. That's obviously a really extreme example, but I'm being extreme today, guys. Because if you pretend like this is fluff stuff, if you are going to auditions not feeling aligned with who you are, getting cast and not feeling fulfilled, there is a major problem there. And that is something you need to address on the deepest level, whether that looks like reevaluating if this is what you want. I want to actually, I, this, I'm getting called to do this right now, guys. If you are someone who loves the idea of performing a lot, but isn't fulfilled by it, there's two things I want you to do. One, look if there's a way of getting you fulfilled by it, Or two, is there something else that's calling you? And if so, explore that. I'm not saying you have to quit auditioning or quit performing right away, but if you are getting a drop-in from the universe of, or like a little call, like, I mean, the, the best example I can say is like Elsa in Frozen 2, that almost like angelic sound call. If you're getting something like that, listen to it. Because that... exactly what happened to me. I was auditioning and I was auditioning and I was feeling great about it, but I wasn't feeling fulfilled. And 
I finally was list, I I finally opened my ears up to the idea of something's calling me and I don't really know what it is but I'm going to shut it out. I shut out that sounds that angelic sound of like hey here's your true passion you should explore this for years. I do not say years as an exaggerating manner. I literally shut it out for at least six years that I can think of until finally one day I was so incredibly called to it. I was in the middle of a seminar with, oh God, 15,000 people. I can't remember. There was a lot of people. And I was in the middle of a seminar and the person asked a question and my entire life changed because I gave in fully to that call. And because of that, I decided to chase my dream and decided to do this. And when I finally let the community that I was in know, as much as I love performing, this is what I'm truly being called to do, the outburst of joy and support was amazing. So that little voice that you're telling yourself that if you quit performing, everyone's going to think you failed, quote unquote, is bullshit. I'm sorry. I think that is the stupidest thing. If you quit performing because you are not being called and 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 quit is not even like if you step back from performing, it's more of if you step back from performing than quit cuz it's always a part of you. Everyone in their life is somehow performing in some way, whether you're giving a talk at your school or you're giving a talk at a meeting or you're showing up on the internet in some way, whatever, I don't care, whatever it is, but you're being creative in some way. So if you are stepping back from actively auditioning, from actively acting, musical theater, whatever it is for you, but if you step back from that, you have no idea the next steps that happen because it is like the clouds part and all these beautiful things show up And it's amazing. Now, on the total flip side, maybe that is what you had when you went into performing. Maybe you were doing something else. Maybe your mom and dad wanted you to study business or whatever, and you did that, and then you went into performing, and the clouds parted, the angels sang, and you found out this is truly what you wanted to do. And maybe somewhere down the line, and maybe this past week or something, You let the idea of, ugh, I don't want to go to this audition come in. That's where I bring into step two. If you are feeling that feeling, if you're feeling unfulfilled in that way, but knowing that performing is your truest calling, which is awesome. Oh my God, don't take that for granted. If you know that, tap back in to your why. Why did the clouds part? Why did the angelic noise sing? Why did the Elsa motif of the Frozen 2 movie come up? You guys know what I'm trying to say, but why did that happen? It activated a certain feeling within you and it's time to tap back into that feeling because if you're feeling frustrated or if you're feeling not excited about an audition coming up, you need to tap back into that feeling and the energy that comes out of you is abundant. Seriously. So, just a recap of this past episode. One, stop. For the love of everything that is holy, stop comparing yourselves to other success and start celebrating it because 
You want them to be celebrating to the nines, tens, millions with you when that yes comes to you. Two, reframe the idea of someone else getting cast because that means that there's a yes out there that's also coming for you. And let that drive you to your next audition instead of stunt you where you are now. Three, find your passion and let it be true fulfillment incredibly to the nines fulfillment and if that means trying something else maybe it means marrying the two together maybe you found out you wanted to start a web series instead of going on stage auditions I don't know but if you are hearing the call open your ears to it and just try something of it no one in their right mind is going to look at someone who tries something that they are passionate about and be like, this fucker, what are they doing? And if those people are in your life, reevaluate that relationship. Lastly, number four, if you are someone who is so incredibly, truly fulfilled by performing, but maybe had a little bit of fog come in where excitement went out the window, tap back into your why. Why did you fall in love with performing? Why do you need to go and audition today and be so incredibly excited and passionate about performing? Why? Don't ask why just once. Because our brain likes to put little surface level answers and it doesn't really spark that much energy. If you instead ask yourself, why do I need to go to this audition today? And then whatever answer you get there, ask yourself, Okay, and why does that need to happen? And again, okay, and why does that need to happen? And so on and so forth until you feel you're going to, it's it's amazing. You're going to feel a little tap in your heart. I guarantee you. You'll feel a little tap in your heart, a glow start to fill in your chest, and the fog will go away and the angels will sing or whatever it is, the, the Elsa motif will go off. You'll start to feel realigned with why You are so excited to do this in the first place. Because remember, last one, five, you are all that and a bag of chips. I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. Thank you guys so much for being here today. If you liked today's episode, go ahead, share it with some friends, share it on social, scream it from the mountaintops. Help me get this word out there because I think it is so incredibly important. If you are also wanting more mindset tips, go ahead and check me out on Instagram at life underscore coach underscore baker. Link is in the show notes as well as my Facebook group, Captivating Creatives. We do a bunch of free workshops, worksheets, live streams, all that good stuff on there. And quick shout out to Cooper Baldwin for doing this amazing music. Go ahead and check him out at cooperbaldwinmusic.com. Thank you guys so much for being here today and I love you all and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.